Hey friend, two things before we giddy up today in honor of my little precious number three turning 13, I am doing a giveaway. I want to make sure that you are entered into this contest. I'm awarding one of you a $100 gift card from Athleta. The new bathing suits are out now and they are adorable and I want you to be ready for summer. So go ahead and click the plus sign at the top right. If you're an Apple podcast, there's a plus sign and that will allow you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And then what you'll need to do is scroll down past the episodes that are listed and then you will see stars where you can do a rating and also write a review. So that's part of getting entered into this giveaway. And then I'm gonna link the post below in the show notes that you can click on and make sure that you are entered. You will be entered four times if you snap a picture of your review and post in social media. Don't forget to tag me at Life Coach BFF. I'm going to be announcing the winner, and I'm so pumped about this on the April 8th episode. This giveaway, if you are the winner, you will need to contact me and let me know that you're the winner so I can get the card to you and you can get yourself ready for the summer. We're almost there. So make sure that you get entered, tell your friends, and good luck. Okay, the second thing is that I want to thank Edwin and his team at Mercedes-Benz of Music City in Nashville, Tennessee for sponsoring this episode. They see the world differently than most, which is why they don't just sell cars, they support causes. Since opening in 2017, their heart has been centered around supporting women and families because they care. They are independently owned and they focus on providing top quality customer service with an extensive selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Most recently, they hosted Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking and helped them raise over $500,000. Visit them online at mbofmc.com or drop in. They're located one exit from the BNA airport or call Edwin Vickery, their GM, directly at 615-525-2127. Thanks again to Edwin and his team at Mercedes-Benz of Music City. Hey y'all, welcome to Life Coach BFF Show. Do you want to confidently parent your teen while remaining sane and still finding joy in your everyday? Do concerns of their safety, mental health, influences of social media and the ACT, as well as the act, frighten and keep you awake at night? Following a move, finding myself lonely, isolated, and drowning in the realities of parenting teenagers, I felt completely lost and depleted. After a year of sitting in loneliness, I knew it had to stop. I transform my mindset to something I call living on green, and I'm going to teach it to you. In this podcast, we're giving all things to God, find beauty in the brokenness, triumphs through the trials of parenting teens, all the while finding joy in establishing balance. 
I'm your new BFF, Heather, and you're not lonely anymore. We're in this together. Get your Axe Spray out, pick up those dirty gym socks, put your lip gloss on, and let's do this. Hey, Mama, hey, welcome back to the show. This is your BFF, Heather. I'm so happy that you're here. I want to remind you today that you can do hard things. You've done hard things before. You can do them again. Before we get started today, I want to thank our friends at Mercedes-Benz of Music City. They see the world differently than most, which is why they don't just sell cars, they support causes. Since opening in 2017, their heart has been centered around supporting women and families because they care. They are an independently owned dealership focused on providing top quality customer service with an extensive selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Most recently, they hosted Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking and helped them raise over $500,000. Visit them online at mbofmc.com or drop in. They're located one exit from the BNA Airport in Nashville, Tennessee. You can also call Edwin Vickery, their GM, directly at 615-525-2127. Thanks again to our friends for sponsoring this episode. We love you at Mercedes-Benz of Music City, Nashville. I received a message from Lydia from Kentucky, and this is what Lydia has to say. You might want to sit down for this one. My daughter is taking photos and sending them to friends on Snapchat without me knowing. A friend told me she saw my picture on her son's phone. What do I do? Woo, Lydia, this is awful. I am so sorry. I wonder what you had on. Were you dressed? Were you picture ready? Well, I mean, that's all beside the fact. Pictures should not be taken without your knowledge, Lydia. And I'm sure you were upset by this or you would not have phoned in this statement or question. Hmm. I'm trying to put myself in your position. I would not be happy. I do not want my picture taken or a video taken of me without my knowledge. And that's something that I would definitely address with your daughter. And if your daughter has siblings, I would go ahead and get that out of the way with everyone. Have a little powwow, sit down, a family meeting, and post it. If you need to post it somewhere, post it on the back door. No photos or videos taken of anyone in this household without their knowledge. Also, you know, there could be some legal ramifications if this was done outside your family because you don't want that to happen. You don't want them to take a picture or a video of someone else and them get upset about it. I've heard some terrible stories about this. I'm not even talking about like inappropriate pictures. I'm just talking about photos that are taken without someone's knowledge. It's just, it's never okay. There's never a situation where that's where that's okay. I'm always quick to ask before I post a picture to make sure that it's okay with everyone who is in the picture. And our children need to understand that as well, that it's not a free-for-all. It's not a 
time to take pictures of mom and her bathrobe and her glasses and send it out to my 3,000 friends. So we can't do that. Nip it in the bud, Lydia. Just nip it in the bud. I know you know how to handle this. Just nip it in the bud. No more. And if we can't use our phone the way that it's intended, then we just won't have a phone. So I'm sure that once she understands that, that you will not have any more issues, hopefully. If you do, call back. We'll readdress it. But I think that this will take care of it. Just tell her. No more. No. Okay. Now, we are going to talk about teenagers, Lydia. So you're you're in the right place. And, <clears throat> excuse me. We have to be, as parents with teens, we have to be proactive and not reactive. And I'm sure, Lydia, you've probably already noticed this. You have to get really thick-skinned. When you have a teenager, even if they're not very verbal, their nonverbal will affect you, especially if it's your first go-round. If it's your first rodeo with this, you are going to get your feelings hurt. And I have had many a parent pull me to the side at different athletic events, school events that have said, hey, you've been through this before. Tell me what you think about this. And it's always the same song and dance. You know, the 12-year-old girl or boy or 13-year-old, they're up in their room nonstop. All of a sudden, it's like a switch is flipped. One day they're downstairs or they're out in the public area of your home and they're interacting and they're all happy most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. And then it's just like a switch just flips and they take it to their room. They take the whole show, the whole party to their room. They don't come out unless it's time to eat. Sometimes you have to call them three or four times. But I don't know what it is. Why does that happen? It's like all of a sudden, the switch just flips. So you're going to have to get thick-skinned and be and go ahead and, and get ready. Make a plan. And that's what we do in our course in private coaching is we get a parenting, a teen, parenting of teenager plan, which may sound silly, but I'll tell you this. I thought it was silly to go to breastfeeding classes before I had my first one. And then after she was born, I thought, why didn't I go to the classes? (laughs) It's the same thing. So you need to gain knowledge from people who have already been down the windy road, the yellow brick road. You You have to get that knowledge from people who have been there, done that. So that's why you would want to take a course or have private coaching for this. Now, something else that you need to be aware of is when you have a new teen, you cannot be like a little weeping willow tree and you're just kind of blowing in the wind back and forth. You know, rules change from day to day. Expectations change from day to day. You base everything on what their friend's parents are doing. That's not a good way to be. You are going to have to decide right from the beginning that you are an oak tree not a willow tree. The oak tree runs its roots deep, deep. It's steady, solid. It doesn't make decisions 
on what everyone else is doing. You have to be like an oak tree, firm, and make decisions for your family. Set your expectations according to your value system. Now, this value system will be tested over the years. You're going to set these expectations. You're going to lay it all out there. You're your teen is going to understand exactly how you feel on certain issues. So this is a good example. Having the opposite sex socialize in your teen's bedroom. Now, we just have never, ever done that. That Our rule is you don't socialize. We have plenty of areas in our home where you can visit. You can watch television, watch a movie, play a game. We don't care you know, any, whatever, but we just don't socialize in our bedrooms. Now, when you're married, then you can socialize in the bedroom. But until then, we do not. And I mean, I have had people just puff up like a blowfish about this. But we set those expectations early on when our oldest was around the age of 12. We just the their her bedroom was upstairs her sister's bedroom was upstairs and at the time we said no males could go up the stairs besides their father and their brother so you could not be over the age i think at the time it was 5 i don't know but early on we set that boundary and i when i tell you people did not always love that and you know what that is okay <laughs> That is okay because that is your expectation and you are the owner of the home. So when they have their own little preciouses at home that are teenagers, then they can decide that. But if that is what you want to see happen in your home, then you need to make that clear to everyone. Do not be a willow tree and change your mind for one child, not let the other child. I mean, once you've set these expectations, you need to stick to it. Because this is the thing. When you have more than one child, everyone is watching. They're all watching to see how it all plays out. And you may think that your much younger child is not paying attention. But I promise you, they are all paying attention. They are all watching to see who got a car when, who paid for the car, cell phones. That's been a huge deal at our house. I I could just go on and on and on. So whatever you do with the first one, you're just, you, you have to stick with it. You have to stick with it. And like I said, you're not going to be popular. Not everything that you say and every Every expectation that you have is not going to be the most popular, but think of what you're dealing with. So a teenager, and even in early 20s, they don't know what's best for them. The frontal lobe is not even fully developed until they are 25, and that's not even going to be for everyone. You have some who are late bloomers. So go ahead and, and don't try to please these people. That it's not for you to please them. You are not going to be their best friend. It's not time for that. Maybe one day when they are mature, then you'll be best friends. And won't that be grand if that happens? But your job is to be the parent. And that is to love them, educate them, and teach them. Well, educate and teach is the same thing. But that is your job. Protect them. 
That's what I meant to say. Love, educate, protect. Of course, you've got to feed, clothe, shelter. We know all that. But you that's part of protecting them. And they're not going to see it that way. They're not going to see all of your boundaries and expectations as protection. But it is because here's the thing. You are responsible for them. You are. As long as they're in your home and you are setting these expectations accordingly, you are responsible for them. Now, the choices that they make outside your home or when you are not around, and there are things that may may go on, but they know how you feel. They know where you stand because you are the oak tree and not the wimpy, weak, little weeping willow. And you don't want your grandchildren, this is the thing, however you parent, you know, all teenagers say, all of them do, they say, I'm never going to parent like you, I'm going to be totally different than you. I mean, we all said that. I said that about my mom and my grandmother. And what did I do? I turned right around and same expectations. No, I don't want you wearing the tiniest bikini that you can find on the dealer's rack. We've got to cover up. Same thing. There, that was an expectation. I want to see you fully clothed. Another expectation. So you decide what you're comfortable with, what your value system is, and you set the tone for your whole, your household, you and your spouse. Y'all decide. Don't let the children decide. They are children. <laughs> that's why they're not called adults. And that's why, and I, 18, I'm sorry, We've already covered this. <laughs> You're, the frontal lobe is not developed until at least 25. So this is my thing. You know, I've, I've even had a teen say to me, you care too much about what other people think. Well, I don't care what other people think, but I do care about your reputation. And that is my responsibility at this point. Your, reta- your reputation is my responsibility If I am with you, now what you do, this is another thing that I explain to my children around the age of 14, is your father and I have given you all the best tools that we can possibly provide for you. We have given you the best education that we can provide. And that. And now notice that I said that we can provide. I'm not saying that you've had the best education in the whole world. (laughs) You and... Prince William probably are not going to have the same, your children and Prince William's children are not going to have the same education, probably the same level, but we're all going to provide the best that we can provide. And that goes across the board with everything. And I explain that we have given you the best tools that we can provide. Now, what you do with these tools is up to you. Because whatever you do, when you leave this home, people know how we feel. They know the person that we have raised you, what we have taught you. Now, the person that you become, that is up to you. We want you to be your own person. We want you to make your own choices, but we want you to make good, educated choices. Now, are they always going to be in line with what we believe or have taught? Absolutely not. I mean, we would be foolish to think that, that they're going to do exactly what we think and what we say. I mean, we would just be ridiculously foolish to think that. But they know, they at least they'll have that firm foundation. 
They have been under that oak tree. They've got that solid foundation. You know, you're supposed to build that foundation on rock and not sand. The Bible talks about that. So don't do things. Don't bend. Don't sway back and forth like a little wimpy willow tree trying to please children and wanting them to be your friend. They have friends. They don't want you to be their friend. They may say you're their best friend, and that makes you feel good. I know it does, but you're, it's just not so. It's not so, and this is how I know that it's not so. You would never call your best friend or go see, go visit a best friend and tell them that you do not like the way they've done something, and take their cell phone away. You would never ground a friend. You just wouldn't. I mean, that would be ludicrous. So your relationship with your child should not be that of a friend because they don't need a friend. They need a parent. They need guidance. They need somebody who will teach them. That is the role of the parent. And you don't want a bunch of crazy little grandchildren one day. So if you don't do the job now, it's going to trickle down. It's a trickle down effect. (laughs) And nobody wants that. Nobody wants grandchildren, LPs, little preciouses, that have no boundaries. Do you wish there was more celebration in motherhood? Do you long to have fun and connected relationships? Have you been told that you're too much by some and not enough by others? Or is this a lie that you've been telling yourself? What about excitement in your walk of faith? I know what it feels like to get stuck in the mundane and try to wade through yucky, mucky waters of boring days, stinky laundry, and cranky kids. I can remember feeling especially lonely and isolated after a move and wondering if things would ever change. I felt lost and overwhelmed until I changed my mindset. That's when I said goodbye to fear and mom guilt and hello to joy and happiness. Imagine if someone showed you how to bring joy into your own life, your home, and your family. You began wanting to exercise, experience weight loss, and develop other liberating routines. What if you found a best friend out there whispering, let's make this fun into your soul? Imagine if you had a customized plan to find roots and build your tribe that resulted in the support and connection that you desired. You would have a strategy in place to feel empowered, know your worth, and be your own advocate. That's why I created Joyful Mom Coaching, where I teach you how to draw out the best in yourself and the people around you. I will help you get unstuck and together we will discover your passion and your purpose and set goals to maximize your strengths. You will walk away with a customized three-part plan, including accountability and support that teaches you how to show up confidently and set clear boundaries. You'll discover how to avoid fight or flight and keep a calm state of mind. You're going to have the tools to show up differently, be your authentic self, and become a magnet to the people around you. Using my method, you will learn that you're neither too much nor too little. You are just right. You are created in the image of God, and you were designed especially for his purpose. 
During our training, you will begin to experience laughter, hope, and connection with the most important people in your life and walk away with a realistic but fruitful roadmap you can look forward to and count on. So if you're ready to get happy and find the silver lining on gray days, I have three coaching spots left in April, and I'm serious that you're going to want this for your spring and summer seasons. So head to lifecoachbff.com to sign up today and finally fill your home with the promise of an abundant life. Moving on. Okay, this is this is the third thing. So the first thing that we talked about with teens is to be proactive and not reactive. You need a plan. You need to be thick-skinned. The second thing we talked about is being like an oak tree, not a little wimpy willow tree, swaying back and forth. Make your own decisions about things. Do what is best according to your value system for your family. Okay, the third thing that I want to tell you that's so important with teens, this is so important. We talk about this in the course, and I talk about this when I coach privately. Tell your teen. Really start, I mean, if, if you're, you have children who are younger, start doing this now. Tell your child or teen, I love you no matter what. Because I will tell you this, at some point in time, your your teen or your child is going to think back on this. There's going to be a time. And they're going to be listening for your words in their head. They're going to be hearing your words. And they are going to see, they're going to be looking for you to follow through on what you promised. Because not every day is going to be a bed of roses. It's not going to be all sunshiny and perfect because that's just not real life. There are things that are going to happen. Life is messy, but they are going to look back and they're going to think, my mom or my dad, they said they loved me no matter what. So if you have not told your child this, tell them today. Tell them again tomorrow. Make sure they know that no matter what, you are always going to love them. Now, are you setting clear boundaries? Yes, you are. Yes, you are because you are the parent and you are a good parent and you care or you wouldn't be here. Now, some of you do not. I know that we have listeners who are all over the demographic board. We have some that are in their 20s that have not had children And I hope that your parents told you this. If they didn't, I'm telling you now, I love you no matter what. You are going to be great. You're going to be fantastic. Now, if you have grandchildren, tell your grandchildren, I love you no matter what. Let them hear this from you too. I'm going to tell all of my little grandchildren one day. This will be one of the first things that I start telling them as soon as I get my hands on them. I don't know when that'll be. You know how some kids, I don't know how you were when you had a baby. I did not want anybody to breathe on my baby at first. (laughs) So hopefully my children won't be like that. I'm hoping. (laughs) But if they are, if I have to wait a couple of weeks or a couple of months to say, I love you no matter what, that's going to be one of the first things that I say to my grandchildren one day. So go do that right now. Whoever is around you, Tell them, I love you no matter what, and we will get together soon, I promise. I hope you have a great rest of the week, and thank you again so much for joining me today. It means the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, 
please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Also, take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything. Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at LifeCoachBFF. Facebook at LifeCoachBFF. And also, we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs. Come join. We love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.